Hello to all you lovely people, and welcome to episode 3. Today, we're going to be taking a look at Demi Lovato's Gender Reveals Are Transphobic post. So, in case you don't know who Demi Lovato is, he's mainly known for being a pop singer, though she's also an actress. In other news, she's announced she's part of the LGBT community, stating she's more comfortable being with a woman. When I started getting older, I started realizing how queer I really am, she says. This past year, I was engaged to a man, and when it didn't work, I was like, this is a huge sign. I thought I was going to spend my life with someone. Now that I wasn't going to, I felt the sense of relief that I could live my truth. Lovato notes that she considers herself really queer and even, quote, too queer to be with the cis man at this point in her life. I hooked up with a girl and was like, I like this a lot more. It felt better. It felt right, she says. Some of the guys I was hanging out with, when it would come time to be sexual or intimate, I would have this kind of visceral reaction, like, I just don't want to put my mouth there. It is worthy of note that she has not labeled herself yet, but regardless, congratulations to Demi. Now, into the actual post itself. Slide 1. It's both insincere and incorrect to pretend that gender reveal parties are not transphobic. Can't have your proverbial pink blue binary cake and eat it too. This is not about political correctness, it's just correct. We condemn gender reveals not because of our identity, but because of reality. I think that's a very strong opening, and let's see what else she has to say, shall we? Slide 2 reads, Transphobia is not just about prejudice against individual trans people, it's also a way of thinking that understands non-trans as more natural and organic, and erases everyone else. These ideas, like the gender binary, feel mistreatment of all people, but especially trans and gender non-conforming people. So, I think she did a very good job on this slide, because she says that, you know, transphobia isn't just the physical acts of violence against trans people. And the gender binary definitely hurts more than just trans and LGBT people, and non-trans are definitely seen as more natural, I guess, since that's the majority of what people are exposed to in both the media and society, and obviously straights outnumber LGBT by a large margin. The straight is seen as more organic, and society has created essentially two boxes, a boy box and a girl box, and you're basically forced to choose one or the other. Straight people get hurt by the binary too because they're expected to do stereotypically masculine or feminine things. Like, for example, boys stereotypically are expected to like blue, trucks, sports, fighting, all that kind of that, that stuff, I guess. <laughs> Whereas girls are stereotyped as liking pink, flowers, dolls, and more petite things. And tomboys are not the stereotypes of a girly girl, and that can mean they're seen as less of a woman. And this also reinforces the idea that there are societal roles you need to fulfill, which can be very, very hurtful for young children. Slide 3 reads, Gender reveals are based on the illusion that genitals equals gender, and that there are only two options, boy or girl. This definition erases the fact that there are boys with vaginas and girls with penises, and that there are people who are neither boys nor girls. The idea that sex is based on genitalia is inconsistent with science. Source, not hyphenbinary.org. And I totally agree once again, because gender and sex are obviously very, very different. Like I mentioned earlier, society has created essentially the two boxes, and there are obviously people who fit into one, both, or neither. Slide 4. 
Gender reveals require not just the invalid invalidation of transness, but the impossibility of transness. The assumption is that the baby is cis. Cisness is positioned as the default, and everyone else is understood as the derivative of it. The idea goes, while we might identify as trans now, we were originally born cis, and we later became trans, when in truth, everyone is just born, and we all become after the fact. Period. <laughs> People are always like, oh, you were born a man, you just, you can't just become a woman. No one is born a man. Man is like, you know, a full-grown adult. You don't come out of the womb full-grown with a beard or some shit, you know? I didn't become trans or decide to become trans. I was born trans, even if I didn't know it for a long time. I wouldn't say gender reveals eliminate the possibility of a trans baby, but it's more the parents. Because parents usually automatically assume that the baby is this, because that's how they were raised, without exposure to the LGBT community or real exposure. And obviously, that's not the case for everyone, but I'd say a large margin. And cis is definitely the default, because like I mentioned earlier, cis outnumbers LGBT by a large margin. Slide 5. Even though we have grown accustomed to other people gendering us, that doesn't make it right. Only individuals can determine their own gender. Yes. So many people like subconsciously gender others. For example, some people may see another at a store or something and think, Oh, that's a man, or that's a woman, based on clothes, body type, facial features, such as hair, or heroin. And only an individual knows what they feel, you know? So no one can go up to you and say, oh, you have to be this gender. Slide 6. Gender reveals uphold the gender binary, and the binary prevents people from observing reality. Instead, it offers culturally and historically determined norms. For example, pink used to be considered a masculine color, as personhood. People are taught to experience themselves and one another as ideas of how they should be, not the reality of what they are and what is. So, what this is saying is that gender reveals prescribe certain societal roles to the baby or, or very soon after the child is born. As I mentioned earlier, society has created the boxes and maybe unknowingly created stereotypes. Cultural and societal norms are different or dangerous for young children. Like if a boy cries, then that child may be told to up, don't cry. That can lead to depression and mental health problems if that child can't properly express their feelings. Personally, I got so good at hiding and showing no emotions, because I was taught that boys can't cry because it's a sign of weakness. If a child does something not typical for that gender, then that can make the child feel awkward or have others see that and think it's weird. For example, a boy playing with dolls. And that being said, I don't think dressing your baby up in blue or pink is transphobic, because the baby probably won't remember. And, but I do think it's up to the parents to teach their kid right and not force gender roles on them. Slide 7. The gender binary requires that we adopt prescriptive ideas of gender, what men and women should be, as descriptive ideas of what gender, what men and women fundamentally are. In this way, we naturalize cultural myths as biological fact. So this delves a bit deeper into that, since someone is born a woman, then they have to like pink. And this goes way deeper though too, such as women are expected to keep the, keep the house clean and care for the kids. Society made up that role. This could even go as deep as men and women's brains are different, meaning one is more capable than the other, which is not true at all. Slide 8. The irony is that trans and gender non-conforming people are accused of advancing a gender ideology, when in fact we are trying to escape it. 
The real ideology at play here is a system which romanticizes the denial of individuality in the service of maintaining category. Well said. The conservatives of this world will say, Oh, you're erasing what it means to be a man or a woman. Well, well that is true, yes. But we're tearing down your outdated views and stereotypes of what a man should be. And these stereotypes are obviously not based in fact or anything like that. If you ask 20 people what a man and a woman is, you'll probably get many, many different answers, though it's up in the air for what a man or a woman is. These gender roles aren't doing anything productive either. Honestly, it's hurting people, you know? Like when a woman wants to join the workforce, she might not get the job because a woman can't do the job right. So, it's also worthy of mention of some comments on Demi's post. The trans community is forcing their ideology down everyone's throats if you speak against them, you're labeled as homophobic and a bigot. You get censored speaking out against an ideology. Fascism. No trans person is stuffing stuff down your throat. It's one of the most overused arguments ever. We're simply being brought up because we want equal rights. Not because we want to take over or turn your kids trans or whatever bullshit you- This agenda has gone way too far. Gender reveal parties are a lot of fun for a lot of families expecting a baby. I didn't do one because I didn't want to know what gender, or I didn't want to know the gender ahead of time. But I know many who did. The agenda. <laughs> and yes, gender reveals are fun, but they're not gender reveals, they're sex reveals. Because this is a new is the new leftist radical movement to make one gender make one gender new world order. No LGBT person or leftist radical wants to make a world with only one gender. I literally have no idea where you pulled that shit from, but that's just incorrect on so many levels. <laughs> so, now for some interesting information about gender reveals and the history of them. So, gender reveals originated in the United States around 2000 and are common, typically common only in the English-speaking world. Modern creation, the gender reveals party Modern Incarceration began in the late 2000s. One of the earliest notable examples was found in 2008 post of then-pregnant Jenna, Jenna Car- Oh no, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm gonna butcher this name, but Carvunidis on her Chicago Now blog, High Gloss and Sauce, announcing the sex of her fetus via cake. YouTube videos of the practice can be found as early as 2008 and 2009, becoming socially significant around 2011, after which the trend continued to grow through the 2010s. In 2019, Carvunidis later expressed regret at having helped start the gender reveal party trend, seeing how far some have taken the trend, and learning how the LGBT and intersex communities feel. And finally, revealing the daughter they announced back in 2008 to be a gender non-conforming individual who wears suits while still identifying as female. In 2019, Jenna Carvunidis, considered one of the pioneers of gender reveal parties, called for the re-evaluation of the practice due to how it might affect transgender and non-binary individuals, also revealing her own gender or her own daughter's gender nonconformity. After the El Dorado fire, Arvunidis decried the parties and pleaded for people to stop having them. This just shows how far people have gone. In late February of 2021, gender reveal device, which contained explosive, explosives, told the father to be. Another in incidents include deaths and the California wildfires in 2020. Baby showers, a traditional prenatal celebration, have some key differences with gender reveal parties. Primarily, the focus on gender reveal parties is fetal sex. 
while baby showers focus on the gifting of supplies and items for the future infant to the expectant parent. Additionally, baby showers are for women only, while gender reveal parties have no inherently associated gender restriction and attendee limits. They're determined by the pregnant individual or couple. Some couples choose to integrate both events into one for simplicity, efficiency, or eco economic reasons. And as I said earlier, this just kind of enforces societal gender roles enforced on kids before they're even born. So, as we're nearing the end of this episode, I asked a couple of my friends, both cis and LGBT, what do you think that gender reveals are transphobic? Why or why not? My friend Arachi writes, This one is tough. It's not really a gender reveal as much as it is a sex reveal, if I'm being honest. I don't know what the big deal is with gender reveal parties. I think having a specific preference for your child to be one gender or the other is stupid. I think celebrating life is great. Having a baby is a big deal, but why does the sex of your baby matter so much? Like, celebrate having a baby. Around the time you get the sex, you don't, don't you also find out if there will be any serious complications or not? Celebrate having a healthy baby. I know they don't mean to, but these parties kind of reinforce gender stereotypes. Like, having a daughter is harder than having a son, or daughters are less rowdy than a son. But that all depends on the parenting skills. Gender, gender should have absolutely no effect on the parenting experience. I think baby showers are, fi are fine, but a quote-unquote gender reveal is very stupid. Another friend writes, I feel like the idea of gender reveals isn't transphobic itself. But, in the long run, they could possibly be hurtful to the individual that the gender reveal was for, as it could make them feel like they have to stick with that gender slash identity. Though, personally, I feel like gender reveals are outdated because now a lot of people understand different identities, and how what they were born as doesn't actually define their true identity. I think gender reveal parties are okay. I know that it may be a problem to say if it's a boy or a girl, but I would want to know personally. And it also depends on the person if you want to have one, because it's all up to them in the end. In a gender reveal party, most of the colors are pink and blue, and that's their preference. But I think I would want to have other colors too, since I don't just want to have pink and blue. Hi, I'm Sam. I see both sides to the argument of if gender reveals are transphobic or not. And... In the end, it just all comes down to what the expectations are set by the parents or guardians or whoever will raise this child, because the child could be revealed to be a female, and the parents will, or whoever's going to raise the child, will set expectations specifically for female, and the same goes for male. And I see the how it's a transphobic side is because they're excluding the idea of the child potentially being trans, non-binary, or gender fluid in the future. But as of right now, the child will most likely identify as the sex that they were born with for the young years of their life until they are exposed to, you know, different materials, different medias and internet, and they'll be like, okay, maybe I don't identify as the gender I was born with, but more of a different identity which is usually the case for probably a part of the LGBT plus community. But uh, from what I've seen, or what I've read, is that scientifically, um, if 
a person or an individual is born male or female, there's a 50% chance that they will continue to identify as the sex that they were born with, while then the other 50% is most likely to be trans, non-binary, or gender fluid. But that also depends on how the child is raised. So it's more of a... It's kind of like a roll of the dice, flip a coin situation in a way. But if your child is, if the reveal is male and in the future the child decides to identify as, you know, a different gender, then I feel like you should accept the child, have a talk with them, try to understand from their point of view, and then try to, you know, adjust to the change and just accept your child for the person that they've decided or that they found who they are if that makes sense but yeah i i'm still on the 50 50 of this debate but i mean yeah hello my name is ash um gender reveals i i feel like that's a that's a complicated topic because it's 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 a traditional way to to uh, express that your baby was born and i'm not gonna like outright say oh it's transphobic because you're just outing your child's birth sex because there's, there's a difference between um gender and sex uh a sex sex is a term to um to identify what you were born as biologically and gender is what you identify as so to deem it transphobic would be pretty complex I think personally that it's not transphobic because you're identifying um, the you're identifying the sex of your child. But later on, if if you do like disregard their gender once they find out their identity, that is transphobic in itself. But yeah, that that was just my my analysis on that. Gender reveal parties have been a thing for many, many, many years. Taking that into consideration, this is my take on Demi Lovato's Instagram post. And why I believe the concept of having a gender reveal party can be transphobic, but when executed right, it is not. Gender reveal parties are not needed, and some families never do them, and some families always do them. The post Demi made was about if you're doing a gender reveal party, it is transphobic because you are assuming that's what your child is going to identify as. I believe that you can have a gender reveal party and call your child the pronouns they were born with until they vocalize that they aren't who they were born as. As long as you are, as long as you are open-minded and willing to change for your child, it is not transphobic. So I want to give a huge thank you to everybody who answered the question and contributing to my podcast again. And so, now for my final thoughts. I personally do not believe that gender reveals are transphobic. However, the name does need to change. It's not revealing the baby's gender, it's revealing the baby's sex. I also find it very creepy that these parties are sent around the baby's genitalia. And gender reveal parties also rely heavily on the male-female gender binary, like I mentioned previously. And the only gender reveals I like are the trans or non-binary gender non-conforming parties. Search it up on YouTube and watch a few and they'll make you smile. I know they make me fun. And if you don't know what that is, basically it's when 
a transgender, non-binary, or gender non-conforming person as a gender reveal party as like as FTM or MTF. And they're just they're just great. And I'd totally consider having one with friends if I'm being honest. Anyways, that'll conclude this episode, and if you've made it this far, thank you for listening. And until next week, Ray out. <laughs>